happy happy wednesday it is wednesday did you guys hear like the intro music it was like looping and i was like why is it doing that well because i was also on the live youtube channel and so when i hit play or go live it went live in the background so anyway that's what that was about that's what happened when you're doing you're doing too much right i wanted to show you all look at this cool this is the kente version we did this for Juneteenth, the Ready Set Real Estate in Kente, Kente version. Um, that that for me was a little fun to do that. A little fun. I had a client actually. She came and she picked up and she's like, I want one. And then she saw, I believe she's from Nigeria. And she's like, no, she's not from Nigeria. I think she's from Lagos. I forget. But in any case, she was like, I want that one instead. <laughs> so we swapped it out, gave it to her. All, for all you re real estate enthusiasts, I have to say that, real estate enthusiasts, for all you real estate enthusiasts, you're welcome to get your swag. I was wearing this coat, but now it's just getting really, really hot. And I guess because I have all this light on me, the light here, the light in my face, it's all good. All right, make sure you're writing down your real estate goals. We are now in what? We are in, oh my gosh, third quarter, July, third quarter, 2022. Write down those goals. If you really want to manifest and co-create something amazing as it relates to real estate, make sure you are writing down your goals. We've got a very great topic today. Great show. We'll be talking about uh, property taxes, defaulted property taxes, when they go into default, how they go into default, what happens if you don't pay it naturally, if you don't pay it, and how many years of not paying it will they sell your property, they being the tax assessor's office, will they sell your property? Yes, they can sell your property for non-payment of taxes. So we'll get into that, of course. Uh, disclaimers, of course, as we talk about taxes, property taxes, and all these different types of scenarios, do know that the disclaimer for this show is that do not receive the information shared with you as legal or tax advice. Please seek and consult with a reputable, reputable licensed professional that can assist you regarding your specific situation. All right. For those of you who are new to me, my name is Lisa Gillette also your show host, creator, and founder of many cool things. I've been saying that over and over again. I just have to just remind you all, we are still teaching children real estate. The cohorts and the boot camps are happening. And so if you're in the South LA area, ooh, pause, pause. So I went camping, glamping with uh, some friends over the weekend. So thank you all for that experience. Within that, I was able to connect with 16 and 17-year-olds, and they had just amazing questions about real estate. Imagine this. We're talking about their social media. We were having these heavy conversations about self-esteem and social media. And they're like, how do you deal with it? You know, when you got on social media and people are making negative comments or they're, you know, one, one young man was talking about as he's pursuing a football track, he was saying about how he found himself comparing himself to other people and he had to come off of it. So kudos to him and those of you who are creating healthy boundaries with social media. I've noticed that I've 
I've done that. I've started to do that where I'm creating healthy boundaries. I'm not on as much, but yeah, I'm still on, but I do create healthy boundaries where I'm not getting con you know, consumed. My husband calls it rabbit hole. He's like, are you rabbit holing? But it's because then I read something, right? And I read something or I'm fact checking. You see something on social media, of course, I'm going to fact check something that I see. I trust that a lot of you are doing that. So yes, in this you know, creator, founder, and all things fun and all things real estate. I am also an active real estate professional in Southern California. I'm a broker owner of Devenio Estates, pricing strategy advisor, uh, certified foreclosure specialist or trained and, and or experienced, however you want to receive it. Uh, same with probates. We do probates. We'll see that happening a lot more, especially as we've been talking about the trends in the demographic shifts. Uh, that comes more with reverse mortgage products. What else? What else? Seniors, real estate specialists. Uh, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Seniors are near and dear to me, near and dear to me. Before I do all of that and we continue, of course, I want to say a big shout out to our show sponsor. So yes, we do have a sponsor for the show. And if you would like to sponsor, you're more than welcome to send us a message. You can send any emails to lisa at lasuperagent.com. That's actually my direct email. You can also send me a text at 323-488-3265 and reference a show sponsor. And we'll put something together for you, put a nice little package for you and get you plugged in here. We'll be right back after this sponsor break. Do you have properties that need to be maintained? For professional services that guarantee your property will stay safe and secure, Omnis Property is the team you want by your side. As a company, we pride ourselves on our best-in-class professionals, equipped with the latest technology for all your end-to-end -end property preservation needs. That means that from start to finish, our expert team can handle everything from accurate assessments to preservation projects of all sizes. Save money and time by working with leading experts that understand your needs and are committed to premier service. Get started today by contacting us for your project estimate. Visit www.omnispreservation.com or call 310-957-9132. And we're back. Okay. Um, for those of you who may lose our link sometime, whether you're on it, thank you, Um Andrea, my cousin, is a huge supporter out in Belize. So I, I love it, though, because she's even though she's in Belize. So even though you're in Belize, she still shares the content because you just, you know, you don't know who needs this information. So love you, love you, love you. And thank you for doing that. Really appreciate it. Of course, the next thing I must say, price of admission for this real estate game is press one. Let's me know you're here. Drop a comment down below. One lets me know you're here. Press two lets me know you shared it. And if you find or hear something, you know, just real estate worthy as a mic drop, go ahead and drop the emoji mic in the chat as well. We like to have fun with this. If you're catching me on the replay as well, drop a hashtag replay for me as well. Hashtag replay. That way I know, that way I know you're on, uh, that way you, I know you're on the replay. Forgive me, because the minute I look at my phone, it's like all these messages I start looking and my lenders saying something to me about one of our transactions. I don't want to look. I'm nervous. I don't want to look. 
if you all saw my post and I said, I just, if you ever had one of those escrows you just want to close, you want to be done with, I'm in one of those now. I'm, I'm oh, I've got multiple extensions happening, extending this escrow. We were supposed to close in a 25 day period. And now we're like in a 60 day escrow. I just, I just want to close. You see the tears in my eyes. Like I just, I'm crying. No, no, I'm not crying. Put my, my, my big girl pants on. It's okay. Especially because I've said it time and time again. This is not for the faint at heart. This is some real life stuff. This, this is some real life stuff. All right. We are talking about what episode are we on? Woohoo! Shout out to all of you who are checking us out. No, that's not what we're doing. Oh, I, I didn't. Where did I do the? Oh, I put it on the other banner. Okay, so let's correct that here real quick. We're on episode. Um, that's what I was doing. See, I was actually taking the show notes, and I needed to copy it from here. Boom copy paste 171 boom there we go episode 171 that means we're going 171 episodes strong that means consistency is key i'm calling this episode late on your property taxes are you late on your property taxes so because i'm in california i'm california licensed uh specifically we'll talk about the ellie county property taxes, um, what we will discuss is how long and how much time you have to redeem your property before it gets auctioned off. And how do we get here? So let me let me pause. Let me just take a pause. How do we get here? Because some folks will feel like, well, this will never happen to me because uh, you know, my taxes are paid with my mortgage. Correct. As long as it's being impounded or included in your mortgage payments. There's a thing called PITI. You know me, I like to use a chat box. So PITI stands for what? It stands for principal interest for the I, taxes and insurance is what it stands for. And so if you have a mortgage that you've been paying and it's been impounded, then your PITI includes your property taxes. What I've noticed and I've heard is when people are refinancing, then the taxes oftentimes do not get included in that. Neither is your property insurance included in that. Why would that happen? Well, because if you are looking to refinance and oftentimes people are looking to lower their payments, I would guess that you worked with a mortgage broker or a, or a loan consultant or loan officer who may not have been as clear or forthcoming to you when they said, oh, we got your payment down for your mortgage but didn't clearly share with you or point out that your total payment may still have gone up or may not be as low because of this PITI that I'm referring to, PITI. So 
Write that down, principal interest taxes and insurance. I'm not going to get into MIPs and PMIs on FHA insured loans and conventional loans. Uh, that's a diff that's an additional payment included in your financing. Uh, and it's a risk premium. It's because you've utilized these loans and put less than 20% down. So it's a risk premium. There are products that I think they've got some 5% uh, conventional loan products where the PMI is paid up front and some other stuff and whatnot. Disclaimer, I'm not a loan officer. Okay. So with that, we are discussing how do we get to a space in place where your property taxes are not being paid. Now, when I was learning real estate and when I, and I, I really thank my professor at the time for this acronym, this is how I learned it. And especially because one of these days falls on my birthday. Here, when your property taxes are due, when are property taxes are due? Question, when are, feel free to chime in if you know the answer. When are property taxes due? Your first installment and second installment. I should clarify. When are property taxes due? Hmm, I've got giveaways, I've got visors. Uh, shout out to the uh, the event we did yesterday. We sponsored. We were sponsored. When I say we, I say Ready Set Real Estate sponsored the the Women's Council of Realtors South Bay event. Really fun. So the ladies were able to uh, purchase and win some Ready Set Real Estate swag. So visors and hats, um, cups. These cups here are on the back orders, but I can order them direct, and they have them shipped. So. If you want some, if you want some goodies and some swag, then answer, answer some questions. Like I said, I, I tell the kids, there's no wrong answers. I encourage critical thinking. I encourage guessing. And of course, utilizing that thought process. So when are property taxes due? Okay, so first installment, the first installment. Oh, let's do it this way. So there's two installments two installments. And the way I remember this is N-D, let me, let me put space, N-D-F-A. Boom. Literally what I learned in class, my, my real estate principles class, or was it practice? No, it was principles because this is like a basic. It, it's important for us to know because when we negotiate it, it can make all the difference on how many how much clients are paying during their in their closing costs because property taxes are prorated for the year. So when it comes to when they're due, there's two installments. There's the first installment and the second installment. So you see here, I put this acronym NDFA, and this is how it was taught to us. When it comes to your property taxes, there's no darn fooling around. So the N stands for November 1st, first installment. Due November 1st. Oh, excuse me. First installment comes out November 1st, issued November 1st. And then it is late. Late on my birthday. The N is for November. The D is for December. And it is late, December 10th. Boom. 
first installment. Right? Yep. Thank you very much. First installment due November 1st. Issue November 1st, late December 10th. Got it? Got it? Okay. Keeping up with me. Second installment. Second installment. That's correct. There's two payments. Second installment. Now we've covered N and B. Now there's F and A. W issued February 1st. Fab 1. Late April 10th. Second installment. See what we see what happened here. We had the first installment when there when it comes to your property taxes, there's no darn fooling around. November, December, February, April. That's how you get the, the months together. And yes, the kids are taught this, the youth, the scholars are taught this in my classes because in the event they have to inherit a property, whether it's from grandmother, auntie, uh, parents, dad, uncle, brother, a loved one, someone, they'll remember this. Uh, Lisa told me if I ever come, come into some property, if anything, I need to double check on these property taxes. Are they being paid? Are they being paid? So first installment, November 1st, second installment, February 1st, late April 10th. I always remember that, right? For December 10th, it's my birthday. Now you know. I, I didn't I don't have I don't have it publicly on my Facebook. But now you know if you are attending this class, you now know when my birthday is, right? Because it's related to real estate. Of course it is. Of course it's related to real estate. You remember now. So now that we know our acronyms NDFA, the next question I have for you is all right, if a house is paid off, does that mean so are the property taxes? <gasps> mm. If your home is paid off, what does paid off mean? I, I realize some people don't know what that means. You know, when they say, oh, it's free and clear, it's paid off. Oh, it's paid off. So then when I say, when I hear people say it's paid off, what do I naturally do? I then go look up the chain of title. I want to go look to see if there are any secured liens. And naturally, what they give us in our report, when they when I ask for this information, they send it back to me and they show me where the property taxes are either paid current or they're still unpaid. So... I would like to, um, I'm going to also show you where you find this information, but I want to show you uh, what it looks like. Um, I got a report back last night. Title company I work with is awesome, man. They like were sending emails already after hours, or at least I thought it was after hours. Um, so I'm going to blow this up. And I don't want to divulge um, the information for the property, or at least too much information for the property. So let's uh, let me see if I could do something here. <laughs> I can just do a screen share. Share screen. Uh, it says window Chrome tab. Oh, bear with me, y'all. Bear with me. I'm doing something here. Doing something really important. 
Okay. Ha. Oh, that's not going to work. I was going to try to do some. Oh, I know what I can do. Screenshot. Boom. Want a screenshot? The reason why I'm doing this is because I don't want to reveal the property address because uh, I'm working on this file right now. And But it's an example. So, okay. I'm ready. Ready? I'm going to share the screen now. Let's share the screen. Okay. Let me get this banner out of our way here. So, doo -doo -doo -doo. what are we looking at? We are looking at, I get this report from Title. They'll send this over to me. And as you can see here, um, it says first and second installments is what it shows. Uh, let's see here. Here's first installment, right? Right here. Let's see if I can get a marker on this thing. Let's get a red marker. Cool. Let's see if it works. Boom. First installment, right? So it says. 3669 first installment due, see the penalties, right? So they're penalizing you due date, December 10th, right? And April 10th is what I was saying. So pass that to clarify. Uh, after that, those dates, it's late. So I stand corrected. I was saying it incorrectly. First issue, the first due the 10th of each of those respective months, December and April. Status, it shows unpaid. Usually it's common, depending on where we are in the year, to have the property tax installments be unpaid because um, they don't come yet. They're not yet due. So then you see across the line here, it says balance is 4000 Second installment, right? Another $36.69. And so what's happening, right? These are six months divided into two installments, which means they take your annual property taxes and divide it into 12 months is what you see it in your mortgage payment is those payments are being included in your mortgage payment. So now we see the second installment, another $36.69 is due. They assess a penalty. Um, and so you may say to me, why is there a penalty? Are we all being penalized, but we're not late? Well, this particular property um, is late. It's been late since 2015, which is why I don't want to divulge the, ad divulge the address. It's because we're working on this here. And when I say working, what does that mean? Um, I'll share with you shortly. We'll, we'll get into that. This is why I wanted to have this conversation because I'm 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 seeing I'm having more and more of these conversations and perhaps you know someone that can benefit from this information because we may not be able to reach all the property owners. You have received protections from your homes not being auctioned off during the pandemic and the moratorium, but those are going to start to rev up. I'm going to show you where the website shows where the auctions are being held. They're no longer in person. Um, properties are being auctioned off online. I will share with you the notices that you receive so you know which notices are legit, are legit. And they're coming from the tax assessors and they're saying to you, hey, time is running up, time is running up, time is running up. They say that to you for five years before they give you a final notice and it says final notice, we're going to sell and auction off your property. Okay, we'll get into that. Let's be patient with me. I just want you to see this is what I see as a professional and then I can determine, okay, what do we need to do and how much is owed? 
So when we run this report, we see now the second installment is unpaid April 10th. So that means it's what second installment is past due. We're in, we're in July 13th. So now we look at here, boom, that's another $4,000, $4,046. And our total is right here, total balance, $8,082, right? What I would like to point out to you is right here down at the bottom for me, I'm highlighting this section here. Ah, that's ugly. What just happened? Let's erase that. Okay, you see it, right? Okay, down at the bottom, you see here where I scribbled, it says contact. Title tax for additional power to sell fees, meaning there's sell, there's fees involved, and the open tax order number required for additional information, interim processing, etc. So the power to sell is where I want to delve in. I'm going to stop the screen share and switch over. In the moment, in in the meantime, I'd like for you to let me know if that was helpful. Just breaking that down because you must be like. Oh, okay. I see. See, property taxes don't go away. Taxes don't go away even when you die. Taxes don't go away. You still have to still file a, a, a death tax return. So as long as you have property in your owner, property taxes do not stop. In fact, depending where you purchase, your property tax rate will vary. It changes. I forget what it was in Belize. I was reading my, my book and my notes. You know, as we're working on expanding and learning their taxation system. And I think it was like, it was very low, just really low. I was like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. Okay. Where I'd like for you to, I'd like to uh, share with you, where am I? I'm now going to share the screen here. Boom. We're going to do LA County. This is LA County Tax Assessor's Office. I have this bookmarked here, of course, because in nature what I do. So I have this bookmark. I have tons of things bookmarked. So this is assessor.lacounty.gov, assessor.lacounty.gov. Whether you are a consumer, not necessarily a homeowner, but a consumer or, again, family, friends, neighbors, and you will see and find there's a lot of information that is public and it's available. You just need the property address and it will give you this information. So I'm, I'm not sharing this, of course, I'm not sharing this information so you can stalk people and hound people. Um, this is for informational purposes. I really like this real estate toolkit here. This, of course, is for the real estate community. So if you're a real estate uh, person, professional, you want to check out their real estate toolkit. I've ordered things um, in terms of brochures and informational so I can share with my clients. And they've got great information, great information. Their website is your friend. Their website is your friend. So where you, when you get to this website, where, what I'm doing is I want to show you where you look up. Well, more importantly, where you pay. You can pay online. You can pay online. You can pay your property taxes online if it's not being impounded in your escrow payments because you will get those installments, the first installment, the second installment. And so you want to go to property information. 
So where was I? What happened? I did it so quickly. See here, I'm on the home button. I'm on the home page. There's property information, tax savings, forms, news info, real estate toolkit about and the contact us. Uh, in the meantime, I want to share this with you uh, this way. Let me come back over here and share my window. Boom. Okay. Look at this. I thought this was really interesting. Look at this. They're already starting to ah, nah. decline in value applications. They're now accepting decline in value applications. Let me close out my outlook because you've seen all my emails. So it says the assessor's office is now accepting DIV, decline in value applications for the 2022-2023 tax year. There's a whole process, but the deadline is November 30th, 2022. If you feel like your property value has declined in relation to the amount of property taxes that you were, that you're paying based on what they assessed the value to be. Oftentimes they want you to show improve. You can contact a real estate professional. You can order an independent appraisal. Um, they want you to show. And usually when you contact a real estate professional, we can help with comps. You submit the comps that we provide to show how your that your property has gone down, usually less than the base value of what they've assessed. And if you can show that, um, and upon their review and consideration of your application and the supporting information, they will decrease your property tax. There is a catch, though. There is a catch. Well, I think that's wonderful. And when you need it, you should do it. When the market shifts downward, and, you know, for those of you who, especially who purchased last year and uh, first quarter 2022, you purchased at the height of the market, uh, as the prices begin to adjust, I would recommend you get with your real estate team and advisors and ask them to rent comps with for you and, and see if you can lower your property taxes. That way you can uh, pay less in, in, in your property tax payments. It will decrease your mortgage if your property taxes are impounded. So again, I'm speaking uh, to those who would who would have closed last year and the first quarter this year. First quarter, as you've been hearing me discuss in shows, increments, right? I break the shows down in quarters and I say, oh, we're in first quarter. We're in third quarter. First quarter. So January, February, March, homeowners, definitely revisit that with your real estate professionals about whether it would make sense to do the de decline in value applications and pursue that. What happens as well over time is when they assess it though, right? When they reassess, um, when they come out and they assess an area or a pocket, uh, they kind they catch up. So it's they the property tax, it's property taxes don't take a loss essentially. They allow you to get a break in it, but yeah, they're not taking losses. So that's a helpful tip. Let me know if that helps. Of course, press one. Um, press, give me a 100 in the chat box. Let me know that was helpful. What else is happening? Um, okay, property information, go to new, we go to property search tool. Here you can plug in the property address and then it will populate for you the information on a particular property, right? It will popu populate that information. Um, what else? Then we have the assessor's portal. I really like all three of these links. 
These are really helpful. The assessor portal, the recent sales by area and assessor map, and then the property tax portal. And that's where I'm going to jump now. So once I go there to the property tax assessors portal, it then takes me to here. And so it gives you a whole bunch of information about taxes, whole bunch. Where I'd like to be with you is the notice of auction or sale. That's where I'd like to be here with you. So if you don't pay your property taxes for a consecutive of five years, then they have the right to file and record what is called a notice of power to sell. So let's look at that. Let's look at what your statement of your prior year's taxes looks like. And I'm referring to, of course, uh, in this instance, residential, when I say five years for commercial properties, which are non-residential, right? So anything non-residential, if you default on your property taxes for three years, they do reserve and have the right to sell your property, which is the collateral to recover past due property taxes. So this is what this, uh, what the statement looks like. You get your property tax bill, has your information, a lot of information that also helps with registering online to pay your property taxes. Really cool. Notice it has your parcel. So one statement of prior year, you notice that here. Two, parcel of information. Three, the PIN, you need the PIN to pay your bill or access your specific bill, you need the bill. Any special information they want to know, they'll note in that that box there to whom they're sending it to and the address. And notice what they do, which is what I like, is when they refer to site, so it's called site, site, S-I-T-E, it's the site address. That refers to the subject property. The reason why they call it site is because some people own multiple properties, right? Yes, own multiple properties. And so the site address refers to the subject property. What is What property are we referring to, the subject property? Got it, got it. Site address refers to the subject property. And with that, and of course, because they have different mailing addresses as well. Some people may have it go to some private mailing box or somewhere else. And so they will list if you have multiple properties and you are consolidating your billing, you can do that. And if your property manager, same thing, they allow you to do this. So they will list the assessor's ID number, the um tax amount, the original, and then the balance and any any penalties and um, any, any penalties there and balances, redemption penalty as well, and then the total. So they'll break that down. Notice there's a redemption fee. So redemption fee, in the event that you are in default, oh, let me, let me say that in context when we get to those notices. So this is what it looks like. <clears throat> Isn't this really cool? So it gives you all the information here. It gives you a legend, breakdown of delinquent taxes owed. Fiscal years run from July 1st to June 30th, July 1st of one year to June 30th of the next. That's, that's, that's why when you negotiate deals and you purchase property, um, 
closing around July 1st and June 30th are key because those are your ending periods in terms of property taxes. So that's why proration is, is key during the contract or in the contract, stipulate that in contract. Tells you redemption fees charged whenever a bill remains unpaid as of June 30th. And I'll get back to that. So here it says mail, che mail checks payable. Again, I'm referring to LA County. Your county may um, have a different, your bill may look different. Your statement may, be looked, may look different. So just keep that in mind. Let's look at the courtesy notice, right? So this, this is a notice when um, your taxes are unpaid. I like courtesy notices. You have no excuse to not know what it looks like. It's legit courtesy notice. And it says right here, courtesy notice. You owe security property tax, secured security. I've been saying security so many times. The reason is because I've been looking, I've been just been reading, uh, you know, chain of title records and I've been reading security notes. And I mean, I, I do this to my forehead right now because this week, I've just been having a lot of phone calls where people are in distress over defaulted mortgages and not paying and that whole kind of thing. So shout out to those of you who uh, consider me, uh, you know, enough, consider me valuable to call me and ask me. And this is a reminder, of course, reach out to your real estate professionals. Uh, regarding this stuff that that's happening as you're making all these adjustments and transition with the market. Uh, very cool that this also has a little blurb in Spanish. So this says a courtesy notice. You owe, owe security property taxes. The tax collector will soon have the right to sell your property. Hello. Don't ignore that. Don't ignore that. It's all in red right there. It's right there for you. The tax collector will soon have the right to sell your property. Now, for those of you who are listening from a standpoint of wanting to purchase these tax defaulted pro default properties, I will show you where they end up. Let's say the owner does not redeem it and where you end up and you register and you put your deposit in and you, you bid away. Payments are due in three days of your winning bid takes about three weeks to 90 days to get your deed. All right. So, of course, if you are filing bankruptcy, it says that this just constitutes a notice of de deficiency pursuant to the law. So they don't want to be in violation of any, you know, that you, they're harassing you even though you filed bankruptcy and whatnot. Then there's a question because people always ask me, well, how do you stop a foreclosure? How do you stop the auction? And it tells you right here to stop the sale of your property. You need to pay the total amount due. Does it sound like you just can not pay it and still stop the sale? No, you still have to pay it. Someone's got to pay it. You may not have to pay it. Someone else can pay it. They want to be paid what is past due. Seniors, there are programs for a payment plan, but you cannot be past due. Okay, they will uh, essentially give you an installment loan, a small fee, small interest for you to pay your uh, 
your your installment over time, especially because a lot of our seniors' homes are paid off. So if it's a hardship to pay something like $1,600 uh, every six months, uh, that could be tough. So let's, let's do that math for somebody who's on fixed income, $1,600 a month, which would be total $3,200 a year, $3,200 divided by 12. So that's $267 I'm rounding up. So $267 a month extra to cover your property tax can pose a hardship for people who aren't fixed incomes and limited resources and or funds. Okay. Um, so at this point, notice this. So pay attention to this because I think people can easily get this confused when your property is now, they, they now have a notice uh, they've now filed a power to sell notice because at that time they want the money due in, in full here when they're giving you the courtesy they're saying hey yeah we accept partial payments at this time see this is when they just give you the courtesy notice we you owe secured property taxes so when you get that initial courtesy notice they will allow partial payments and it also says pay the balance in full all right once the courtesy notice is issued and you do nothing and you continue to remain in default, it goes into a notice of impending power to sell. This means you get in there and they keep reminding you. They keep reminding you. Pursuant to Revenue and Taxation Code, Section 3691, your property will be five years tax defaulted. That means you have not paid for five years. So they're giving you another opportunity to pay the amount due. See, first year of default, they say to you when you've been in default. The first year you've been in default was 2015. And they give an example. And this, this is an example. It's not somebody's notice. I'm so glad they have samples. I'm not to put people's business out there. I don't want to do that. So people are going through some stuff. See if we can help them. That's the goal. So here, you see me when I look away, it's because I'm looking at the double screens, you guys. Uh, so here it shows, I'm going to highlight this. 2015 is the first year of default, total due, almost $6,000. And it says, if payment is received by June 30th, they give you that notice. And then they say, we will sell your property unless you take action. Then someone else, meaning the winning bidder, will then take on the responsibility of evicting you. They've got to make a demand. Once they make that demand and say you've got, you know, 14 days to, to vacate the property, um, leave it in its current condition, et cetera, et cetera, and you don't do that, then they can begin the unlawful detainer action. That's the formal term for eviction because you're no longer the owner of the property and you now could be considered, uh, it's, you're now holdover tenants, right? You're still, you're now in possession of the property and it's no longer yours. So they give you this information and again, they say open a payment plan. See the enclosed ta default to taxes insert. They give you options, right? Please know that after Tuesday, Meaning the deadline they give you, we only accept payment by cashier's tech check or bank issued money order. 
So the first courtesy notice, they said, we'll allow you, we'll take a check. We'll take personal checks. After that, it's been five years. They're like, nope, we need a cashier's check, bank issued money orders, right? We need verified funds, essentially. The good news is partial payments. We accept partial payments. All right. They gave you that information. Now, five years have passed and you've done nothing and you have not paid your property taxes. Now it's getting real serious. You're going to get a copy of this filing recorded on your property as an official notice to the public and you and any other interested parties that you have now defaulted for five years plus and they are exercising their right to sell your property at a public auction. They give the default number, fiscal year, the year you defaulted, so 2015, 2017. In this case, um, for those of you who are in 2022, that means um, if you are dealing with a notice of power to sell, you would have been between 2015 and 2017. Here's what's interesting about this. Here's what's interesting. Is because of COVID and these moratoriums, I'm noticing a couple things. The banks have not filed NODs, right? Your mortgage or your mortgage lien holders have not filed NODs. NODs are notice of defaults until now because they could not. Same with the property tax office. Uh, we were all experiencing a global pandemic. So they've been really flexible with selling or auctioning people's properties for their defaulted taxes. And the reason being is because you could easily argue that you've been affected. And so now that those moratoriums and things have now resumed officially, uh, we're starting to see the county tax assessor's office, uh, along with banks as well, they're now moving forward with auctioning out properties and selling them in the foreclosures as well. We we know that the second junior lien holders, HOA, if you're late on your HOA, which means your homeowners association's dues, they can also force the sale of your property to recover any defaulted amount. Uh, and again, these terms default means non-payment. You have not paid what is owed or what has become due. So now they file the notice of power to sell, tax default property. Even in that, they don't do it right away. This is what it looks like. It's official notice, notarized, et cetera. And it's recorded. And when it's recorded, it's sent to them for their records and their public information, right? When recorded mail to the homeowner at their address. Oh, it's public. This is this is public information. It gets it gets filed and you get a notice. Um, once we're there at the notice of power to sell, now we are, and you still have not paid. You still have not paid and brought it current. Um, they now send a notice of auction or sale. I guess it helps when things are in red. So at this stage in the game, they have now said to you, uh, this is the total amount due. 
for this example, they give you two, they, they give you uh, an amount for January 29th. It says, here's amount due by this date. And that's including fees and interest. And then they give you another date, including fees and interest, right? So if you paid by then, by this date, it says, and this is what is owed. If you paid by this date, this is what is owed. So again, they're still giving you an opportunity even when they file or once they file the power to sell, and then they give you an official notice of auction, meaning uh, they will sell your property at, at public auction. They give you the place of sale online, bidasset.com. We're going we're gonna to visit the site shortly. Date and time of sale gives you the date. Place of follow-up of sale. Again, because of COVID, things have moved from in-person to online. Minimum bid, owner of record, property address. You can see it here, right? I'm, I'm, just, I'm just going through line item by line, one through six. Owner of record, property address, description of the address. Now, with this information as a professional, those of you who are in real estate or those of you who are investors, you may want to reach out to a property owner and say, hey, I see you're in a situation. How can I help? Do you have 11,000, right? Do you have 11,584 to pay by that date, right? Or in this instance, if, if they now go beyond this date, you have until... Let, let, let me clarify. It says you have, my office will sell your property. Let's highlight that section right here. My office will sell your property at a public auction to recoup unpaid security property taxes unless you pay the total amount due by five o'clock Pacific time Friday. It's always before five. It's five o'clock before the sale the date of the sale. It's always five o'clock Pacific time before the date of the sale, not the morning of the sale. I've heard people try to do that. Oh, we sent the money in the wire or this, et cetera, got there. No, not going to work. Don't wait to the last minute. Don't play with your livelihoods that way. Don't play with your livelihoods that way. Calling me at the 11th hour, meaning calling me the day before and expecting us to work a miracle to save your property from being auctioned off is an immense amount of stress and unrealistic expectations. Speaking to the people in the back. Immense amount of stress, unrealistic expectations. So now once you have this official notice, and I share that because people will try to also, now let's talk about scammers. People are scamming and they're trying to say to you and, and, and pressure you to sell. Oh, they're going to sell your property. They're going to sell. I just went through all the, the notices that you will receive from the assessor's office regarding your defaulted taxes. I just went through them. They're right here. They'll give you your statement. You get that every year, right? In two installments. You get your courtesy notice. They say, hey, you're late. We have the right. If you if you don't pay, we will have the right to sell your property. You don't pay. They say the notice of impending power to sell, meaning it's coming soon. Then they file the notice of power to sell against the property. And then they give you the official notice. You see, they're still giving you time and opportunity. So you can't say that it's unfair. It was unfair. They never notified me. Well, they're using the address of record. 
They're using whatever mailing address they have on file and they're addressing it to the last person they known of record. I'm sharing this with you so that you can do your own research because here you can plug in your address, right? You plug in your address here, search property address, and then you hit search. And once you hit search, it'll populate and it'll show you the status of that particular property, whether the tax is active, whether it's in default or current, it will show you. Uh, you need to change the address. So that way, make sure you're, you're getting these notices. Change your mailing address. Is there a change in ownership? Go through that process. Was there a death of one of the owners or both owners? Right? New construction, remodeling, and repairs. There's tons of notices. And why they deal with these things is because it, these things are, they affect your title. They affect your title. Okay? Um, absolutely. Monique asked, can you share the link? Let's see here. Hey, Monique. Uh, can you share the link? So the link here is assessor.lacounty.gov. Let me go back to the homepage. Boom. You should have, like I said, you're a real estate pro in the business. You should have this bookmark on your browser. You should have this bookmark. Boom. That's in there. In the chat down below there. Okay, cool. Great question. So assessor.lacounty.gov. This is for LA County. Again, um, if you're primarily working LA County, book that mark, bookmark that for you. Each county has their respective rules of engagement and, and websites and contact information. So make sure you're checking for those respective counties. All right. She says, thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great question. So now as we uh, move on, I wanted to share with you from the perspective of let's, uh, we were talking about um, official notice of auction. So bidassets.com, right? Boom. There we are. This is where they were being sold. Interested in picking up some property? This is where the properties are being auctioned off if they don't get sold before time, right? If they don't get sold or redeemed, redeemed, or that redemption time is when the property owner or someone pays what is owed and cancel out the auction and you're good. And then you put a plan into play to make sure that you don't go into default again. This is why, see, when you know this game and you know this, this information, this is why you'll notice some people are not as pressed to pay their property taxes for their three years. The first year, they won't pay it. The second year, they don't pay it. The third year, they don't pay it. And as they're getting closer, then they pay it, they pay it in one lump sum. I That's, you know, that would make me a little bit nervous. But it does say that you have an opportunity. And I have to disclaim that again. So let me disclaim residential, you have five years, before they auction it off, before they exercise their right to auction off your property. Non-residential, meaning commercial, is three years. What is residential? One of four units. Non-residential is everything else. The three years of defaulted property taxes, which is oftentimes when, how do we get here? All right, so let's talk about this. How do we get to a stage in place where um, property taxes are not being paid? As I mentioned, um, Family members or owners, property owners say, my house is free and clear. 
right? So they've been accustomed to the last 20 years. If you're on a 15-year loan, 20-year loan, or 30-year loan, you've been accustomed to paying your property taxes in your mortgage. And then when you paid off your mortgage, you say to yourself, I'm I'm done. I made my last payment. My property is free and clear. No, no, no. No, no, no. The property taxes are still due, right? What did we learn today? NDFA, when it comes to your property taxes, there's no darn fooling around. Issued November 1st, due December 10th. Issued February 1st, due December, April, April 10th. Excuse me, due April 10th. Those are your first and second installments. When it comes to your property taxes, there's no darn fooling around. NDFA, first and second installments. You know those due dates. Because they don't go away, you still are responsible for them. So that's one avenue or the thought process where people assume they do not have to pay anything else. Here's another thing that comes with that. Property insurance. If it's not impounded in your in your in your mortgage, then you are responsible for paying your property insurance directly to the insurer. Directly to the insurer, not to the escrow company, not to the mortgage company, because it's free and clear. Or if you have a mortgage and you're only paying principal and interest, we were discussing about the PITI, right? So PITI was inclusive of what? It was inclusive of our principal interest taxes insurance. So if you're paid off your mortgage, now you only have uh, your taxes insurance to be responsible for. Or if you refinance and they did not impound it, you're only paying PI, which is a principal interest. You pay that into escrow or to the lender, and then you're responsible for paying the taxes and insurance. Here's another example to which you'd be responsible for the taxes and the insurance. In reverse mortgages, as a senior, if you take on a reverse mortgage, then what does that mean? Whether you opt for a lump sum or a residual or, or a cash out payments, right? Installment payments to you or a credit line, meaning you can draw on it, a home equity uh, conversion, you can draw on it, give you money available. It does not include taxes insurance. However, with reverse mortgage products, they require you to pay the property taxes or they can start a foreclosure because you're in default. You are would be in default if you don't pay your property taxes and if you don't maintain homeowners or property insurance on your property. Those are situations or scenarios that would result in someone not paying their property taxes. Here's another scenario. You're an inheritor, you're a beneficiary, you're an heir to an estate. You're an heir to an estate that is paid free and clear, probate court orders it, or even a trust. The living trust orders that you, have in, you are the inheritor, successor of this property. Now it's yours. So is the responsibility of paying the mortgage, the, the property taxes. That means you have no loan on it, but you still have the responsibility of paying the property taxes. Oftentimes what happens is in that transfer, right? You're responsible for the property tax liability. 
beware. This is why I was going over what the notices look like. You go back to where we were, right? What does it, what does the notice? So never own property, don't know what it looks like, but then you get this statement. This is a statement coming to maybe in the estate's name. Here it has, uh, let me bring that up. Just, I'm just recapping before we wrap it up. Just recapping. We're just about done. You get the statement, has name, address, and it has a breakdown of the assessor's ID, right? Name, address, assessor's ID, the amount, et cetera, how much you owe, how to pay, make payable to, et cetera, when it's due, total due. Indicate amount. It wants you to tell them, right? And then, like I said, it gives you a pin. You have this pin right here. This pin, this number right here, allows you to register and make payments online. Okay, so no excuses, no excuses in saying you don't know because you've been listening to Ready, Set, Real Estate and you've been learning so much. Head nod, yes, you've been learning so much. Wonderful. Okay, so here I'm at bidassets.com. That was the website here in terms of where the auctions are being held. You can't, registration is free, so register, it's free. And then you can just follow the prompts and information here. Let's you know that there are all no reserve auctions. Um, bid starts as low as $1,426, depending on the pro uh, property. They do ask for a single deposit of $5,000 with a $35 non-refundable processing fee. You do get your money back if you make a bid and you don't uh, win your bid or you don't bid on anything in that particular day. Okay. So it says all deposits to non-winning bidders will be refunded via check, e-check within 10 business days. So you do have... So if you win the bid, again, we're talking about bidding on these properties or these auction off properties. If you do win the bid, then what happens is you've got three business days to close on your purchase. If you do not close on your purchase within three business days, you forfeit your deposit. You forfeit your deposit. All right. Comments, questions, feedback. How are you feeling about this information? A lot. Um, we're just over an hour. I'm going to wrap it up. But I feel like we needed to do it. And I had the time, platform, and space. So I want to say thank you all who are listening, connecting on our radio podcast, Ready, Set, Real Estate. Make sure you subscribe, like, and share. Hit that notification bell. That way you don't miss any of our new episodes. New episodes are broadcasted live, live on all your favorite platforms. Make sure you keyword Ready, Set, Real Estate and jump on, right? There's tons of tons of information. Like I said, we just covered 171. So we are uh, over 100 episodes in. And of course, um, there's tons of other stuff on the channel that you can gain value from, that you can learn from. So hang in there. Hang in there. Write down those real estate goals. Uh, buckle up. We're in for a ride. But 2023 and beyond will continue to be a great as long as you are getting the right information. You're applying the right information and you're executing based on the uh, information that you're getting. With that, I say thank you, thank you, thank you. Have a powerful, productive week. We'll see you next week on another information packed episode on Ready, Set, Real Estate. Bye.